Part 11 of Ingersoll on Walt Whitman from the works of Robert G. Ingersoll. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tommy Hersant, Carlsbad, California. Ingersoll on Walt Whitman, Part 11, The Two Poems. There are two of these poems to which I will call special attention. The first is entitled, A Word Out of the Sea. The boy, coming out of the rocked cradle, wandering over the sands and fields, up from the mystic play of shadows, out of the patches of briars and blackberries, from the memories of birds, from the thousand responses of his heart, goes back to the sea and his childhood, and sings a reminiscence. Two guests from Alabama, two birds, build their nest, and there were four light green eggs spotted with brown, and the two birds sang for joy. Shine, 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 pour down your warmth, great sun, while we bask, we two together, two together. Winds blow south, or winds blow north, day come white, or night come black, home or rivers and mountains from home, singing all time, minding no time, while we two keep together. In a little while one of the birds is missed, and never appeared again, and all through the summer the mate, the solitary guest, was singing of the lost. Blow, 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 blow up, sea winds, along Palmnock's shore. I wait, and I wait, till you blow my mate to me. And the boy that night, blending himself with the shadows with bare feet, went down to the sea, where the white arms out on the breakers were tirelessly tossing, listening to the songs and translating the notes. And the singing bird called loud and high for the mate, wondering what the dusky spot was in the brown and yellow. Seeing the mate, whichever way he looked, piercing the woods and the earth with his song, hoping that the mate might hear his cry, stopping that he might not lose her answer, waiting, and then crying again, Here I am, and this gentle call is for you. Do not be deceived by the whistle of the wind. Those are the shadows. And at last, crying, O past, O happy life, O songs of joy, in the air, in the woods, over fields, loved, 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 but my mate no more, no more with me. We two together, no more. And then the boy, understanding the song that had awakened in his breast a thousand songs clearer and louder and more sorrowful than the birds, knowing that the cry of unsatisfied love would never again be absent from him, thinking then of the destiny of all and asking of the sea the final word and the sea answering 
delaying not and hurrying not, spoke the low, delicious word, death, ever death. The next poem, one that will live as long as our language, entitled, When Lilacs Last in the Dooryard Bloomed, is on the death of Lincoln. The sweetest, wisest soul of all my days and lands. One who reads this will never forget the odor of the lilac, the lustrous western star, and the gray-brown bird singing in the pines and cedars. In this poem the dramatic unities are perfectly preserved, the atmosphere and climate in harmony with every event. Never will he forget the solemn journey of the coffin through day and night, and the great cloud darkening the land, nor the pomp of in-looped flags, the processions long and winding, the flambeaux of night, the torches' flames, the silent sea of faces, the unbared heads, the thousand voices rising strong and solemn, the dirges, the shuttering organs, the tolling bells, and the sprig of lilac. And then for a moment they will hear the gray-brown bird singing in the cedars, bashful and tender, while the lustrous star lingers in the west and they will remember the pictures hung on the chamber walls to adorn the burial house, pictures of spring and farms and homes, and the gray smoke lucid and bright, and the floods of yellow gold, of the gorgeous indolent sinking sun, the sweet herbage underfoot, the green leaves of the trees prolific, the breast of the river with the wind-dapple here and there, and the varied and ample land, and the most excellent sun, so calm and haughty, the violet and purple morn with just-felt breezes, the gentle, soft-born, measureless light, the miracle spreading, bathing all, the fulfilled noon, the coming eve delicious, and the welcome night and the stars. And then again they will hear the song of the gray-brown bird in the limitless dusk amid the cedars and pines. Again they will remember the star, and again the odor of the lilac. But most of all, the song of the bird translated and becoming the chant for death. A chant for death. Come, lovely and soothing death, undulate round the world, serenely arriving, arriving, in the day, in the night, to all to each, sooner or later, delicate death. Praised be the fathomless universe, for life and joy and for objects and knowledge curious, 
and for love, sweet love. But praise, praise, praise for the sure enwinding arms of cool enfolding death. Dark mother always gliding near with soft feet. Have none chanted for thee a chant of fullest welcome? Then I chant it for thee. I glorify thee above all. I bring thee a song, that when thou must indeed come, come on falteringly. Approach, strong deliverous. When it is so, when thou hast taken them, I joyously sing the dead. Lost in the loving, floating ocean of thee, laved in the flood of thy bliss, O death. From me to thee, glad serenades, dances for thee, I propose saluting thee, adornments and feastings for thee. And the sights of the open landscape and the high-spread sky are fitting, and life and the fields and the huge and thoughtful night. The night in silence under many a star, the ocean shore and the husky whispering wave whose voice I know, and the soul turning to thee, O vast and well-veiled death, and the body gratefully nestling close to thee. Over the treetops I float thee a song. Over the rising and sinking waves, over the myriad fields and the prairies wide, over the dense-packed cities all, and the teeming wharves and ways, I float this carol with joy, with joy to thee, O death. This poem, in memory of the sweetest, wisest soul of all our days and lands, and for whose sake lilac and star and bird entwined, will last as long as the memory of Lincoln. End of Part 11 The Two Poems